What's up, everybody? Welcome back to DIY Music. This is Brad. Early in the morning, and um, I, uh, you know, had, had some time, and I was just like wandering around, making coffee, cleaning stuff up, and it was like, well, what, why don't I see what I can do to this mix here? Oh, Jesus! <laughs> yeah, that's the problem with the early morning. I thought I had fixed this problem with the electric bass, and it turns out I just muted it. I was going to talk about how I just solved the bass problem and then just turned, solved it by muting it um but i have my um let me see if the kick is being routed nope okay so just my sub bass and my electric bass i've got those routed to an aux send basically once you get the volume levels um appropriate between the two instruments you know two similar instruments be it um, you know, in, in this one, I have three different versions of the same sample, you know, uh, processed differently. And then up on the bass, I've got a sub and an electric bass. So I've routed all those out to a bus so that when it comes time, you know, if, if, if I add something that increases volume or this and that, it's hopefully a little bit easier to make those minor volume corrections. But so what, what I had here, you know, with, with the sub bass, there's the tendency to rumble and it's um you know i i had to control it a little bit i still like the drive let me look so i'm using nl a, a combination of kramer tape and uh waves nls channel and uh it really oh did i mess something up because with the nls okay no I'm, I'm on nevo there's three different options and they're all console emulations that react to the frequencies differently and and you can actually set it up so that um, you're acting like your Pro Tools session is actually routed to um, the individual tracks of the console that is modeled. So I think this one has like 24 or 32 or something. Um, I actually don't get too far past 20. 20 would probably be the max for me. Um, but um, so I, aside from all that, I... Uh, I use Drawmer. I've been using this a little bit more, the Drawmer S73. Now, I got this for free somehow when it first came out or something. Um, you know, they're charging for it now. But it is actually a good compressor. I, I think I wrote it off a little bit for some reason, probably because I didn't know that much about compression at the time, I guess. And, and I, I might still not. But the coolest thing about it is, you know, it just has a mount. You know, like there, there's no threshold. There's no, there actually is makeup gain. Um, you just choose a mount and then what you want. So it's got clean, bass control, and then spatial, um, which really covers anything that you would need. Um, so in this case, I used the bass control de-rumble, um, just trying to de-rumble that stuff. You know, it just kind of does what it says on the can, hopefully. Um, and then I also made another pass on the, on the samples. Um, added Sound Toys little plate. I don't know if that's going to stay on there or not, but I've actually got two instances of it on the samples, just something to give it a little bit more space. I don't know if it's going to work. But then on the sample bus, um, and let me see if I did this one. I did not do this on the drums. Um, the uh, S1 imager using Pensato 3D Width, um, just kind of like a, a, a go-to. I use a lot of tape inside those presets. They're always great. Um, and I actually brought this session up because, you know, I, I like queued it up because I, I wanted to work with the Sheps 73 EQ, mostly because it has phase buttons at the bottom. 
Um, I'm kind of like re-getting into this. This is actually one of the first EQs I bought when I didn't know anything about EQ. And it's like, oh, this sucks. This doesn't make my song sound better. And it's like, oh, well, it's a tool that you have to like learn how to use. So I'm like just now kind of, uh, you know, just l learning the intricacies of how this equalizer works, you know, because the Sheps one is, is quite different from from a lot of other stuffs, but, um, stuffs, but the, the phase button, I think I might have some phasing issues on the sample and that was, I'm very certain a direct result of how I processed it with that VHS thing. So heads up, if you're using that, um, it could create some, some phasing issues, which is always a great time. Um, so that's something I gotta you know look into. It sounded more or less okay in mono, and and that's one way that you can check um, if you do your mix in mono real quick, and then just see what it sounds like. If it sounds a little bit worse.